Hello and welcome to J House Radio with your ever so sexy host, Nose, and the sexy stud muffin himself, KJ. And today we are here to talk about <laughs> pop culture, regular culture, music, movies, entertainment, and the things that make you go, oh yeah. So now that I've done my goofy <laughs> intro, how are you doing, KJ? Wow. I don't even know if I could take you serious after that intro right there, man. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, I'm just tired, man. I've been really busy lately doing a lot of stuff like that. I cannot wait to, you know, do the show today. We're recording what, on the sexy day. stuff, the sexy stuff or other stuff. Just like like house stuff, dealing with the kids, you know, and getting them ready for school, things like that. And um, oh, yeah, that that's like right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. So I got to go clothes shopping and my daughter's birthday is next month, September 24th. So she's going to be three. So she's like three going on 18, by the way. Yo, she's only three. <laughs> she's only three. She's only three. Yo, she's tall for three. She's in the 90th percentile for her height. Nine, actually, oh. actually, I think she's higher than that. I think last time we checked, she was like 90 something, like 95, not like 96, 95, something like that. So yeah, she's 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 definitely going to be tall because everybody said that. Like, oh, how old is she? She's like five. I'm like, she's only two. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, you don't know how to make them short. Definitely not. Definitely not. Even your son is tall. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, man, I got a little basketball team going right now, man. You know, so I, I got to get them ready for the finals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much about it, honestly. Uh, you know, and we're recording on a different day today. We're recording on Thursday. We usually record on Sundays. So um, I'm a little off on my schedule a little bit, but I'm, well, I'm hanging in there. I, I kind of like the fact that um, uh, that we're recording uh, on a different day today uh, only because um, it kind of changes the flavor, kind of changes the flow, changes the energy, you know, and we get to be uh, a little funnier, or more serious, depending on the moment. Yeah. You know me, I try to keep it goofy. So <laughs> that's why I did my invitation to Barry White. So e- exactly. I think he was holding that one in the bag for a very long time. He was waiting for the moment to just use that. I know you were. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. So what have you been up to? What are you playing? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Or do you have anything in that category? Or is it still the same stuff for right now? Uh, playing, actually, I haven't played anything for like a week and a half. Really? Uh, yeah, I've been kind of working on my house, working on the garage. Um, uh, I'm a woodworker on top of doing it, the thousand other things that I do. And uh, I had to rearrange my shop. It just got to the point where it was too crowded so I started building book bookshelves here, drawers here, cases here, putting things on wheels. And I work out of a the size of a one car garage shop. So every inch means something to me. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all you got. Every inch counts. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So I haven't really been playing anything. Um, listening, uh, you know what? No, I've just been kind of, uh, listening to, to, um, a little more reggae, but nothing like, um, very specific. Yeah. I was listening to, um, a lot of, um, what do you call it? Um, Red Bull three style challenges. Uh, and I listened to DJ Deltas, um, today. Okay. Okay. the first part was really good. And then it just turned into, okay, 
And <laughs> no, but see, things that makes it worse uh, when listening to, to the official DJ three style. Yeah. Is um, Red Bull has to license the music. So if there's a song they can't license, you're watching the routine. And for like however long the song is on. Yeah. It's muted. So you could be like in the groove like, oh, yeah, shit. And then muted for a minute. And then it comes back. And at that point, you're out of the mood. Yeah, like, you know? I don't want to listen to this anymore. Come on. <laughs> All right. So what are you uh, watching right now? Any, anything different? Anything new or not really? I am uh, rewatching. Uh, I think it's called Dark Matters. Hold on. That's, give me one second to double check. Dark Matters, I believe it is. It's about it's a show about a bunch of criminals. So it's about these guys on a spaceship called the Raza. Uh and the Raza. So what happens is, uh, since they don't remember their names, they call themselves by the number in which the order that they woke up. So like if you and I were there okay, and you woke up fourth and I woke up seventh, yeah, people will call you four and call me seven. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I know it sounds really crazy but the the show is so good uh the thing about dark matters also is that it was made by the guys who made stargate really yeah so these guys know science fiction and like you watch the show and it's awesome because uh they're put in these these conundrums and they put in these odd situations you're like damn how are you gonna get out of it and they happen to get out of it by dumb luck you know uh and it's just so good it is so good. You got to watch it. I'm going to add that to my list of uh, millions of things that I need to watch. <laughs> and it's on Netflix. So what are you playing, watching and listening to? Uh, playing. I just finished. I just finished John. Not John Wake. What am I talking about? I just finished Alan Wake, the game I told you that was my recommendation. Uh, I think last week or the week before that. I'm not sure. Um, the one you play in the dark with the flashlight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just finished that one. Um, I went through that entire game and I still cannot tell you what that game is about because I have no idea. It is just too freaking confusing. By the time I was done when I was like, you know what? I, I just don't even care anymore. I'm done with it. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious. Like, I just wanted to finish it. I was like, let me just finish this damn game just to move on. Because even after the ending, I'm like, I don't know what just happened. With the way it ended, I can tell that they're going to have a sequel to it. Other than that, uh, Gears of War Pop just came out for mobile phones. I don't play a lot of mobile phones, but I'm a pretty decent Gears of War fan, if that even makes sense. Um, so okay. I'm going to try that out. It's a it's a free download. Um, What's the game again? Uh, Gears Pop. Uh, it's based off of the game called Gears of War. I'm not sure if you heard about that. That came out. Oh, I love Gears. I love Gears of War. Yeah. So what it is, it's Gears of War, but you're like you're playing as Gears of War character characters, but you're playing as the pop version of the characters. You know what I'm talking about? Like the pop little. Oh, like 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 the little pop characters. Yeah. So it's literally Gears of War pop. Like that's why they call it Gears pop. <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't know. What do you play that on? Uh, it's on it's on mobile phones. I think it's on consoles as well like xbox and i saw it on pc actually earlier like i was looking in the windows store and it was on it was on pc yeah i haven't played it yet so i'm gonna try it out uh probably tomorrow but it's just in preparation for their upcoming gears of war 5 which is coming out next month um and they have a sick xbox one x console that's based on the gears franchise it like check out that design right now type it in 
Microsoft puts out some amazing like special edition consoles. That's one thing I really like about Microsoft. I wasn't planning on getting a One X. I was going to try to get like an S because it's the cheaper one, being that we have a new Xbox and PlayStation coming out next year. But after seeing that console, I was like, you know what? I might be a little intrigued to get that console this year. Like it just looks, it looks too good. Like that's something that I would get and just put on my shelf after I get the new Xbox and just have it for like a collector's edition. It just looks too good not to buy. Uh, what I'm watching right now, um, I'm kind of all over the place, but I am trying to finish up two shows. I'm trying to finish up um, Stranger Things because I didn't finish it. And I'm also okay. trying to finish up, um, what is that sci-fi show on Netflix based off the old TV show where the family gets lost in, uh, oh, lost lost in, in space. space. Yeah, <laughs> I just said the title. Uh, so I'm watching Lost in Space on Netflix right now. I'm only like three episodes in. So I'm going back and forth between Lost in Space and uh, Stranger Things right now. So Yo, Lost in Space is a good show. So far from what I've seen, it is actually is pretty good. I was surprised. All right, so what I'm listening to, uh, nothing different. So yeah, I'm not really listening to anything new right now, honestly. Nothing special. So, really? Yeah, not really. I mean, I know you kind of get on me for not listening to new music. And my thing is, I think because of where I am right now in my life, I find myself a little impatient to have time to sit down and listen to, whether it's a new artist or whether it's an artist that I listened to already, any of their new songs, I just don't have the patience to sit there and say, all right, let me dissect this music and see if I'm gonna like it or not. I just, I'm at a point where I just feel comfortable listening to what I know, what I feel comfortable with. And when I feel like I'm gonna move for something different, then I'll say, all right, let me go jump on iTunes and check out some new artist song, you know? But a lot of times I'm just looking for something that just makes me feel comfortable. That'll make me feel relaxed for what I'm working on at, at the moment. So that's kind of what the that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. See, that's not what I do. Like what I literally do is um, like I don't use Spotify and all that other stuff because I just Spotify use it as a tool for research. Yeah. You know, like it, like if I'm uh, like when I had a Mexican party, Mexican wedding to do. Um. I had no clue what they listened to. I was like, <laughs> uh, so I literally went on Spotify and was like, you know, top Mexican wedding songs. Mm. And so then I downloaded a bunch of those. And then I was like top 100 Mexican songs. And then I downloaded a bunch of those. Yeah. And uh, that's what I use it for. But um, to listen to music, music, I. I'll use my record pool more than I'll use anything else. All right. Um, so we're going to get ready to start jumping into our news topics. First thing we're going to talk about is Tarim Egerton. Is that how you say his name? I believe so. So Tarim Egerton was in Kingsman. That's the movie that I know him from. I don't really know a lot of his work outside of that. Um, he was in, uh, he played Elton John in the Elton John biopic. Really? Yes. Wow. That's actually pretty interesting. I did not he, know that. Um, yeah, he, he's, play, he's played a bunch of different things, but he like he's played more supporting stuff than anything else. Yeah, that's probably why I, I don't really know a lot of his stuff because I haven't really seen him like really main any roles lately. So, you know, besides uh, Kingsman. Um, but the rumor is rumors going around. Uh, has it really been officially confirmed yet? I don't think it has been. But there's been rumors going around for the past like two or three months that he's going to be the next Wolverine. What's your take on that? Uh, he's a little young for Wolverine. And he's too tall. 
How tall is he? Five foot nine. I looked it up. Yeah, it's um, tall. Yeah. Pe- people forget Wolverine is five foot two, five foot three. Like he's a runt. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why people call him the runt. He, he really reflects the uh, the animal Wolverine. A Wolverine is small and tiny, but fierce and ferocious. Um, I just kind of think they need to look for um, uh, a new actor, an unknown. Yeah. I mean, he's been posting um, some possible shots of him, like posing as Wolverine with like things in his fingers on like his uh, social media and things like that. I mean, he looked like he could fit the look of Wolverine. I don't think he has the right look, but I think he has the right acting skills to pull the part off. And I think that's more important. Yeah. Because we'll get used to him being Wolverine. Yeah. If he ha- if he does it correctly. Yeah, it, it's going to it's going to be tough to really see him take over Jackman's character because in my opinion like that's jackman's character like that's you jackman's character you know he he played that role amazing um logan is in my opinion no matter what anybody else may say is one of the best comic book movies of all time hands down still haven't seen it what wait 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 haven't seen it so i recommended black panther you saw it before you saw it, you had doubts. and You said you loved it. Why didn't you see Wolverine? Because I recommended that one too. I mean, okay. uh, Logan. I, I, I saw Black Panther uh, only because like I know your taste in movies and um, that's why I watched it. But I never liked the character in the comic book. That's why I initially didn't choose to, to watch it because I don't like Black Panther in the comic book. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Um, especially what he did to Storm when they got married and it's a whole other story. Um <laughs> But the reason why I don't want to watch Logan is because of all the X-Men movies. They're, they all suck. Ex- except for First Class. Except for First Class. First Class was a good movie. I have to agree with you on that one. First Class was pretty good. It was pretty good. And I kind of get your, you know, your sense of being a little weary about it. Because, yes, besides the first X-Men movie and besides First Class... Pretty much the, all the other X-Men movies have not been great. The mutants in general, just that whole universe is just in a really just weird place. And I think that's why they're thinking about going with Terran because maybe they're just going to reboot the whole damn thing. In my opinion, I think they should. They have to reboot the whole thing. Because think about it. How are you going to have all the events in the in the Fox X-Men world line up with the MCU? They don't line up. Yeah. They, I mean, because they, well, for one, they've been going on way before the MCU started, and they went. No, they, no, 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 no. What do you Remember, mean? the MCU technically started with uh, the first Hulk movie. This, the Ang Lee Hulk movie, the first ten minutes, I loved. But after that, uh, see, my thing is, it fell apart. it's just uh, you know, certain characters in comics in general. I feel like it's hard to give them their own movie. I feel like certain characters, when you bring them to life, they work better when they're leaning on other characters. And I just feel like Hulk, as complex as that character can be, having Hulk in a movie by himself is a little... Boring. Yeah, it's kind of boring. It's a little tough to pull that off. Now, granted, yeah. but here's my question now, and I know we're kind of leaning off the topic, but so compared to how the first Hulk movies turned out, Compared to how the current Hulk movie is, I mean, well, how Hulk's current form is, 
Do you think the the current Hulk can play a film by itself with the way he is now, based off that based off the actor that we have now? Absolutely not. No. And I don't think it's the actor's fault. I think it's the character's fault. Like the character of Hulk is just boring. Yeah. You know, he's he's not really he's not a hero by himself. He's not someone who would um, <clears throat> like, oh, I need to rescue somebody. Hold on. Let me get mad. <laughs> then I'll go save you. Um, I just I just kind of think that he's like like as a TV show uh, in the 70s when they made The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. It was interesting to me when I was young watching it. But if you rewatch the show now, you're like, wow, this kind of sucks. <laughs> So, so even with the Smart Hawk, you don't think Smart Hawk can pull off a, a movie? No, I, I think Professor Hulk is just boring. Yeah, like I said, I think that's probably why every time we had those Hulk movies, it just didn't work out well because just having that character by himself, it just doesn't flow very well. So um, He's not interesting is what I think. Yeah, but as far as the Wolverine and as far as the mutants, I personally think that, yes, I think it needs a reboot. I didn't get a chance to check out Dark Phoenix. Did, did you watch that yet? No, I heard it was horrible. And if I didn't watch Logan, why would I watch Dark Phoenix? Being being a comic book nerd, man, you you, you got to watch Logan. It's it's a pretty good film. Trust me, I felt skeptical because of like I said, the X Men movies weren't that great. But I would have to say, out of all the X Men movies, First Class, Logan, the best X Men movies. Period. I'll watch that, but I got to watch um, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy first. Because I promised you I'd watch oh, that. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. Look, my whole thing is they're going to need to reboot the X-Men completely, head to toe. Uh, not keep any actor. But yeah, just do it all over. Start from scratch. I mean, I love that universe. And being that they're going with a younger Wolverine, I think that's their goal. Honestly, I, I think they're pushing to go, you know, for like a complete reboot. Just start basically from, you know start from scratch what x-men characters would you like to see in the mcu wolverine <laughs> okay and that's not just because i'm biased because i'm, I'm a big wolverine fan but I, I just think that character really fits that mold very well like i would probably pick three i would love to see wolverine definitely magneto because that guy is just badass no 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 just the x-men we're not talking about bad guys just oh the just the x-men yeah. Uh yeah, definitely Wolverine and um Wolverine Storm Jean Grey for sure. Um Really? Yeah. Kitty Pride, okay? But the Kitty Pride from the Ultimates universe, the one who who's a leader, okay? Okay. Um Colossus because I think he's always been sold short oh, as a yeah. character. Uh and Ink. Ink, I don't know that character. Who is that? Ink He's, he's uh, again, it's from the comic books. Yeah. Um, Ink is a mutant who, uh, when you tattoo something on him, he gets that power. So if you tattoo the symbol of the Red Cross yeah. or the or the medicine thing, he gets healing abilities. If you tattoo wings on him, he can fly. Wow. If you tattoo fire on him, he can shoot fire. That's really I've never heard about that character. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. And again, that that's because, you know, I, I read comic books more. Um, hmm. 
And if I would have to trade out, um, let's say I get rid of um, Colossus, I would like to see X-23 as opposed to Wolverine. Oh, yes. And you know what? That's I, I can't talk too much about it because you didn't watch Logan. But based off of how that movie went, it I kind of had something in my mind that they might be going that route with that whole Wolverine X-23 thing, because. The way that movie ended, it, it seems like that's where they're trying to go with that. But being that we have Disney taking over everything, I don't know if they're still going to go that route. So now, listen, anything that Fox had in the works before is gone. That sucks because that could have been a good follow up. Honestly, could have been a good follow. I would have loved to seen a New Mutants movie that was closer to the comic books, not that fake horror movie bullshit that they made out. Yeah, isn't that what their isn't that their next project? Or did that get scrapped because of the, the, the no uh, that that was shot and edited? No one knows if it's going to be released. Yeah, because that happened before the deal, didn't it? I think. Yeah. And not only that, there's a trailer out for it. Yeah, I know. I saw it. <laughs> so I'm like, what are they going to do with that now? I mean, they might just end up just scrapping it because I'm sure. Nah, Disney, Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, true. I'm released film. So and well, since we're on the topic of uh, Wolverine MCU and things like that. Uh, I'm just going to segue into our next news topic, and that is our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. That shocked the hell out of everybody. I am not surprised. Why do you say that? Can you think of one Sony pictures that stand out in your head? No, I can't. And that's the sad part, because... I don't know. I mean, Sony, I love their products as far as, you know, TV and gaming and stuff like that. But when it comes to film, they they can just they could never do film proper. And I just don't understand why. I think it's time for Sony to just let it go. Uh, You know what it is? I I think that they have people who are uh, stuck in a in a different era. Is what I think it is. Yeah. Like the Venom movie felt like it came out of it felt like it belonged in 1998. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> it did. To me, it felt like it belonged in 1998. Not, not a bad flick, but just I felt outdated. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was amazing. That's probably the only Sony film that I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah, me too. I was surprised. Uh, Very surprised. Yeah. Now, Sony is also Columbia Pictures. So they had Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, which was good. Um. Kramer versus Kramer, which nobody remembers. Anger management, which nobody inter- nobody remembers. Yeah. The interview that nobody cares about now. Remember that movie? No. <laughs> that that the whole Sony hack happened because. Oh uh, yeah, where everybody's Im- information got out and things like that. I think right. Yeah. And the other big thing from Sony Pictures, Sony slash Columbia, is Annie from 1982, which the remake was horrible. By the way, I don't know if you saw the remake. There was a remake. There was an Annie. They didn't like call it Annie Two or anything. They just said it was just called Annie. But Annie was played by a uh, by a black girl, and Jimmy and okay. Jamie Fox was what's the name? All right. So he, here's an idea of how bad Sony is. The, uh, Sony slash Columbia Pictures, Men in Black, the newest Men in Black that you didn't like. Yeah. Sony Columbia. Did they do the original Men in Black? Uh, I know they, I think so. Cause they, they have men in black too in their credits. So I would assume that probably, you know, um, and that's kind of it, you know, I mean, they have some of the James Bond films, but like, um, they're not that great. 
You know, and Jumanji. The, the original Jumanji. The, wow. Well, then I would have to say, hands down, that's probably the only film that really, like, lived up nope. to the hype. Here's one. Jerry Maguire. That's a good, good movie. So what's so my thing is it must be like you said, it must be a generational thing, because look at some of those films, Jerry Maguire, Jumanji. Those movies came out years ago, like over 10 years ago. It, it kind of feels like they still have those same people trying to make those movies today and it doesn't work. Like a good example is in the 90s, you could have a stereotypical character, whether they're gay, whether they're black, whether they're Latino, whether they're Asian. And you can kind of, you know, make it a little racist or a lot racist and it would be funny. You can't do that today, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, like a good example, like in Venom, they didn't really use social media in the movie. What do you mean? Did you, did you notice that? No, I didn't really pay attention to that. No. There was, uh, think about it. You know, here's this black goopy monster running around the streets. And there was not one scene of someone catching it and posting it on Instagram oh, or Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> there was no mention of it, you know. Um, even when it came to the news, it was television based. Yeah, dude, that's the '90s. That's not today. I never thought about that. That's a really good point. I mean, Sony does not have a good track record when it comes to their films they just don't i mean like you just mentioned a lot of the films that i actually really liked came out over 10 years ago and everything that they're doing now the most decent one probably i would say spider-man 2 and i know you didn't like that but spider-man 2 you know from sam remy i just personally don't believe that a studio that warrants one decent movie every three to five years is not good enough to keep that studio around I'm, I'm surprised they're still kicking. I really am surprised they're still kicking. So I, I just I think the people at Sony are are short sighted. What they did was like, oh, Marvel made Spider-Man popular again. OK, we'll take it back now and we'll make our movies, you know, in the in their version of the Venom verse. But that but that's honestly, I feel like they are going to destroy that Spider-Man franchise because Marvel did something with Spider-Man that we didn't think was going to happen. A lot of us had that sour taste of Sam, of Sam, Sam Remy Spider-Man stuck in our mouth. And then when we heard Spider-Man was coming to the MCU, it was like, Oh boy, what are we going to get? And it was amazing. No pun intended. So now that it's going back to Sony, I feel like there, I feel like Spider-Man is going to go over there and he's going to get, they're just they're not gonna know what to do with him and all of that hard work that's uh that marvel poured into that character as far as like the films are concerned it's just gonna it's just, just gonna go to waste now it's gonna go to waste the other thing too is um like you you're now losing so much because you've removed it from the mcu no stark tech you have to have a different suit and people love the the new suit um you have to have different actors well, maybe not necessarily. Maybe you can keep some of the actors, okay? But you're not going to have the same complex stories like before. Um, you can't rely on other MCU characters. So now you're bringing him back to the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in a cloth suit who doesn't know anything 
um, who's lost and he has to fight Venom. But you set up Venom as a good guy. So now is Venom going to hang out with Spidey? <laughs> I'm sure they'll find some kind of way to twist it to make Venom and Peter Parker get mad at each other. They're going to fight and then that's going to start the whole. My thing is this. I would love for Sony to surprise me. I would love for them to take Spider-Man, bring him over there and to just make that universe amazing. You know, give us some more Spider-Man villains. There are so many amazing parts, no pun intended once again, to the Spider-Man world. It's not even funny. And they can really just have a toy box field day with that franchise, with all the different- Yes, they can. And yes, they can't. Okay, here's a good example. Here's a Spider-Man villain, um, Kingpin. Guess what? You can't, Sony can't use him. Why not? Because he technically belongs to Daredevil. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And there's a lot of other villains that kind of cross over. You you can't do the Silver Sable uh, storyline because Silver Sable is part of the Avengers. See, that, that was a, see, this move is really scary because like I said, changes it, it i think it changes more than what people really think in regards to spider-man i don't think it's gonna hurt it's, it's not gonna hurt the avengers or anything else in regards to marvel like they're gonna do their thing i think this is gonna hurt spider-man way more than what people really think it is in my opinion yeah next topic is keanu reeves is rumored and they've been and the mcu has been talking to keanu trying to figure out what what role he's going to play what's going to fit him like they they really want keanu in any film really bad they're just trying to figure out what's going to fit him they have asked them for in every movie that they've made they've told him we, we're trying to figure out a part for you don't worry about it we're trying to figure out a part for you don't worry about it imagine being keanu and having marvel coming up to you say listen i don't know where we're going to put you but we're going to put you somewhere because we really want you that's got to be an awesome feeling to have a studio just want to put you in something you know, they can pick anybody, but they're trying to find something that's going to tailor to you. Like, that's got to be an awesome feeling. Um, but so far, they're looking at trying to possible characters. We're looking at Moonlight, Adam Warlock or Silver Surfer. Uh, what do you think please would be a good Surfer. fit for Keanu? Not I, Silver Surfer? No, I don't want him as Sil... No, because then it then it digs into his old stereotype of Bill and Ted. Whoa, dude. dude. You know, <laughs> I just and he's and he's so past that, you know, Moon Knight is essentially the Batman of the Marvel Universe. Rich, um, you know, um, he he his whole theme is the mood god of the Egyptians um, and he's essentially Batman. Moon Knight. Yeah, I could see that. Um, what about Adam Warlock? How do you feel about that one? Uh, not really thrilled with him. Um, then he goes into Guardians of the Galaxy. Because that's a Guardians of the Galaxy character. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Honestly, I don't want to, I don't think I want to see him in a Guardians of the Galaxy universe. Because then that means typically Guardians of the Galaxy is a little more laid back. They're a little more uh, goofy. goofy, comical, you know, which is cool, which Honestly, in my opinion, I think out of all the MCU stories, I think Marvel 
I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my favorite story out of all of them thus far. That's just me. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next film. I just don't think that Keanu would fit that universe well because I feel like if he tries to be funny, it's going to feel like he's trying too hard and it's going to come off weird. Maybe he should play Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was a Kree warrior, you know, has the same powers as Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, um, and maybe that might be a better fit for him, like being that kind of overpowered superhero. All right. Um, our next news topic, still sticking to the comic book universe, um, The Flash. We all kind of suspected that this was going to happen, that they're working on a Flash film. It's been delayed to release to 2021 and it's set to start filming later on this year. I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm a really big DC guy, as you all know. And I'm a big Flash fan. I love Flash especially the TV show. I think the TV show really brought out my passion for that, you know, for that universe. And it intrigued me to want to see more Flash in actual like films and things like that. So, and seeing what that character did in a Justice League really intrigued me to see what more he can do. So he's basically, in my opinion, he, he looked like he's going to be the Spider-Man of the, uh, of DC, basically. He is. Barry Allen is a funny character. He's a really funny character. Um, I'm just glad they were able to make the film because um, the actor who is the Flash, I forget his name, his contract was up. If he didn't make this film or have a deal set by the end of this year, he he was going to be out as being the Flash. Really? Yeah, that, that was one of the stipulations of it. Oh, his name is Ezra Miller, by the way. What surprised me about uh, the MCU, the DCU, DCEU Flash or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, DC Universe Flash is that he was so fucking funny. Yeah, he was. Like he, <laughs> he was funny in an awkward way, and I was like, "Wow, that is a unique take on the Flash," but it worked so well because that actor knew how to pull it off. Exactly, exactly. And I love his costume design too. His costume design was awesome. Oh, I hated his costume what? design. I loved it. I hate. It. I mean, I understand the thinking behind it, but I hated the costume design. I, I just kind of felt like the costume felt more of um, um, like a Power Ranger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Power Ranger, you know. Yeah. Um, not only a Power Ranger, but it, it kind of felt more like um, like riot gear. You know what I'm trying to uh, say? Like these riot gear, like body armor. Yeah. And, and I, that's not the Flash. The Flash doesn't have body armor. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, like I said, I'm a big DC guy. So anything that comes out of DC, any news that comes out of DC, I'm really looking forward to it. So um, Aquaman was better than I expected. It was a good film and Wonder Woman was good. And they're actually working on a new Wonder Woman film. So DC is starting to make some moves. And I'm really I'm just glad to hear that they are really pushing for this Flash film. We already knew it was coming. But it's just good to hear them say, like, hey, we're working on it. It's delayed, but it's coming. Don't worry about it. I just want to hear DC be more active because I feel like we get so much news about Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. I don't even think DC was even at Comic-Con this year. And, uh, they weren't. In, uh, San they weren't Diego. at Comic-Con. Yeah, so I thought that was weird. So hopefully they'll make, a, make an appearance at Comic-Con in, in October of this year. And hopefully we'll be there to let you guys know. Yeah, the... The thing is, like, DC has better success on the small screen. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that is true. And their and their animated movies are like, yo, they're like as good or sometimes even better than MCU movies. Yeah, they're awesome. 
they're awesome. I mean, that is true. I, I just I would really like to see them have some success on the big screen because, yeah, I do love their animated stuff. But man, like I just I would love a good Batman film or I would love a good Flash film. You know what I mean? So and I think it's because I'm just starving for something different. I mean, we, we've had Marvel for what 10 plus years now. Like, I would love to see just a good competitor because that just that makes people work even harder. Like that brings the best out of people because they have competition and Marvel's going to still be successful no matter what DC does. But I'm just curious to see how Marvel will respond with their future films if DC comes out with an amazing Flash film and the next Batman film is awesome and Wonder Woman breaks records and things like that. Like, I would love to see how DC will, will react to something like that. All right, um, so we're going to jump into our last news topic. Los, I'm going to let you lead off with this one. The lungs of the world is on fire and have been on fire for the past 30 days. The Amazon rainforest is on fire. If you don't think climate change is real, wake up. The literally our largest source of oxygen worldwide that produces oxygen, the, rain, the Amazon rainforest is on fire. We literally are losing um air that we breathe, greenhouse gases, the world is getting warmer. All these things are happening. The Amazon rainforest is a very serious issue, super serious. And that's why things like the Green New Deal were so important because they were trying to stop things like this. We've lost huge areas of the rainforest. How are we going to replace them? Rainforests don't just grow overnight. It's not like a pine forest, you know, or or a forest you do for lumber, you know, like these things take hundreds of years to get to the right balance and ecosystem. Yo, that's a serious issue. Like the lungs of the world are on fire. Yo, if enough of it burns away, we're going to have problems breathing and the world is going to get hotter. And uh, you know when that happens last it started um, in the Jurassic period when the dinosaurs were dying off. For people who don't know, people think, oh, that, uh, you know, the meteor came and hit the earth and that's what ended the dinosaurs. But what people don't seem to understand, the dinosaurs were dying off at that point. We went from hundreds of species of dinosaurs to several hundred. They were getting reduced in number, reduced in size, you know. The dinosaurs were dying off as a species, and we're on that same road with our world heating up so much. In my curiosity, what do you think we as a people can do to like stop this or fix this as far as like the fires? And is Andrew Yang, is he doing, is he planning on doing anything to try to help with this? Um, that is not one of his talking points. What his talking points is, um, is of different things. Uh, let me try to find it. Uh, he talks about universal basic income um, where he wants to give every American a thousand dollars a month. The reason his uh, reason and thinking behind this is if everyone has a thousand dollars a month, that is your base income or that is additional income. So that means you can now use that money to go back to school to help pay for education for your kids, help pay for education for yourself so you can get a better job, start a business, be an entrepreneur and move forward. Yeah. Um, that's $12,000 a year. Extra. Yours. Yeah. Extra that you can do anything with. My son's devices that he wears. My son is deaf. He wears cochlear implant devices. 
and he only has warranty on those devices for the first two or three years. So after that, anything that happens to his devices, I have to pay for it. Mind you, the cheapest part that's on his device is the wire. Guess how much that is? The wire is, the wire is like this small. It's, well, not $1,000 for the wire. Good God, I would kill, I would freaking die if it was $1,000. But just the wire, which is like no more than like maybe two inches big, is 60 bucks. And it's just like a wire. His devices by itself. Uh, I think they're like 10 grand per device. Those things are expensive. Mm -hmm. And like, we only get, um, like I said, a warranty for two or three years. My son has to wear these devices for the rest of his life. Yep. So if anything happens to that and I don't have the money, I'm screwed because I can't just go out and just drop a couple hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars on a piece or a part or whatever. You know, so like having that, if, if he's really going to pass that law, which it's probably going to take a lot. It's not going to happen immediately. It's going to take a while before that happens. Uh, he might even have to wait till a second term for that to even go through. But if something like that was to happen, like he would really help out a lot of people who are struggling. And I know we jumped off the uh, forest fire, but we're going to jump right back to that in one second. But a lot of people out here are depressed and they are going they're having mental issues and they're some of them are even taking their own lives because they're so depressed that they just they don't feel like they can live they can't afford to live anymore they feel like their life is worthless they're at a dead-end job breaking their back killing themselves just to bring home a slice of bread you know yep and it's it's just like i said before i feel like this system puts you in a position where it's like all right we're gonna give you a job you're going to kill yourself but you're only going to make this amount of money oh and on top of that we're going to raise your rent oh you want to go to school to get a better job to make more money oh school's going up every year by the way taxes are going up okay you're telling me that you're giving me these opportunities to do more with my life but yet you're charging me more to do more so i'm not really ever going to really make more if that yeah, even makes sense they're pricing you they're pricing you out of your opportunities exactly that's probably the best way to say it. I, I said too much but you, that's probably the best way to say it honestly it's the best way yeah and that's another and that's another reason why i support bernie sanders with universal health care under universal health care things like your son's implants would be covered yeah even if it was only covered 80 percent you know it's something you could you could finance that 20 percent exactly you know it would kill you, but it's it's possible under universal health care. Things like your son's implants are not a luxury. They're a necessity. Exactly. And things like that will be covered. Now, I love the idea of universal basic income, um, you know, but what excites me more is universal health care. But that's Bernie Sanders. Let's get back to, to, to this guy. Um, do you know the state of Alaska has universal basic income? Oh, so they have it already. They have it already. It's uh, it's subsidies from the oil companies. So and and the funny thing is, it's a heavy Republican state, and Republicans talk about no welfare, no this, no that, no the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? One of the most Republican states has universal basic income, where people are given. I, I believe it's the same thing, a thousand dollars a month. These people are given a thousand dollars a month just for living in Alaska. Okay, now. You're going to tell me that these these socialist ideas of universal basic basic income, social security and universal health care 
aren't going to benefit people. The only other country that's, that does universal basic income is Switzerland. Wow. I did not know that. I never knew that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. So think about it. It works in this country. The state of Alaska is proof. And the state of Alaska, most people live at the poverty line or below. And what helps them survive is the UBI. Like, I know a lot of people might not think that's a lot of money, but for a lot of people, could you imagine how much an extra thousand dollars would help? You have people out here who are generally, there's a huge population that are making less than $15, $14 an hour on like four kids, three kids, some single moms, some single dads. And that thousand dollars a month, that's over half of some people's rent right there. That's their rent money. A thousand dollars a month can double certain families' incomes. Think about them. And there are families out there that are living on less than a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You know, and this will double their income. So now my question is, I know we don't really have a lot of details on it, on how it's going to work, unless we do. Did he give any details Uh, on how that will work? Yes. What he's going to do is he's going to, the, the reason why he's doing this is because he has his eye on the future and he's realized that what's killing American jobs is automation. You're looking at 10 years from now, 95 to 98% of all trucking will be done through a self-driving trucks. You know, I just saw something on it. I was searching the web. I think I was on Google. And they said that a lot of people driving on highways didn't realize, I think it was UPS or FedEx, one of them, that we didn't realize that they had self-driving delivery trucks on the roads for the past few months. I didn't know that. They've been doing this for months now. Yes, yes, they have. Andrew Yang, he also talked about, he goes, without truck drivers having jobs, there will be riots. And people are like, oh, you really think there'll be riots? He's like, yes, they will. You're talking about everything that you buy from a store is brought to you on a truck. So how many people are going to lose their jobs? How many people are going to have less money? Look at factory workers. How many of them have lost their jobs through automation? Now it's going to truck drivers. Now it's going to go to delivery drivers. Now it's going to go to a thousand and one different things. How most websites are staffed by one people. One person. Yeah, I fixed the servers. That's it. Because everyone else does everything and everything's automated. That's correct. I, I did not. I think that's it's pretty scary to know that all this time I've been on the road and that you and it was a UPS, by the way, that's been doing that all this time. I've, I've been on the road and I drove past a UPS truck nine times out of 10. It was driving by itself. That's crazy. I didn't No, it's not. That is. But that is so like we're having like. I mean, we have self-driving cars. I get that. But I did not know that we got to the point that we have self-driving semi-trucks. That is insane. Yes, we do. And here's the other thing. Do you know half of the videos that you watch on Facebook are done through artificial intelligence? Oh, yeah, I could imagine. I could. I mean, like technology is, is getting to the point where, like you said, you're not going to need a human worker to be in that factory. Hell, even at Amazon. Like in a warehouse, they have um, these little robots that, that are on the floor. They they look like the uh, self-vacuuming machines. They're like square. And let's say you're working in Amazon, you stock a certain cart. They have a little robot that will come take your cart, put it to where it has to be, and bring you another cart. So that way you don't have to walk. 
Like yeah. they're getting this close to replacing that person in the warehouse. Amazon has certain warehouses that are 100% automated and they do not even have the lights on in the building because the robots don't need lights. Technology, man. <laughs> Just when people sit here and say, oh, technology is destroying the world. It's it's taking over the world, man. It, it's, it is unfortunately ruining human lives. So now you're talking America either has to a, get more educated to fix the machines that are taking away the jobs of everybody else, or they have to be in a job that a robot cannot do. That's pretty much going to be it for our show notes. We're going to jump into our recommendations. Uh, Los, you want to start off with yours? Okay, so my recommendation is a YouTube channel called Fix It in Post. They have this awesome, awesome short film called Star Wars Scene 38 Reimagined. They took the original Star Wars and they redid the battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And they edited in other scenes, you know, other parts of the movie, you know. Uh, But this battle, holy shit, it is good. It is so good. I think I want to take my Star Wars, edit in this, (laughs) this scene 38, okay, and leave the rest of the movie out, you know, continue it because it reminds you of um, Yoda fighting. What's his name? It is amazing. It's called uh, scene 38. And the name of the channel is called fix it in post. The guys literally worked on this film for two years and it is absolutely fucking worth it. The thing is like six minutes long, and I guarantee you, you will rewatch it at least once or twice. Yeah, Lo showed this to me, and it it actually it's 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 pretty interesting, guys. What this guy did with it, honestly, uh, I love watching indie short films on YouTube. Like that's like one of my favorite things to do, and this is definitely up there with one of the best ones. Let sure. me let me tell you how good it is, okay? Uh, KJ literally said, is this a deleted scene? I've never seen this before. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was a I thought it was a deleted scene because he didn't tell me what it was at first. He just said, just watch this. And I literally thought it was a deleted scene. That's how good it is. It literally <laughs> looks like it belongs in the movie. Oh, man, it was awesome. It was and awesome. here's the, and here's the thing about it. The guy cannot monetize any of his films. Yeah, because he uses the footage. No, no, because he uses copyrighted material. Star Wars is owned by Disney. Okay. His next film is on The Punisher. It's owned by Marvel, which is also owned by Disney. So he can't monetize his stuff, but he can show it off. Disney and Disney's earning the money off this guy's two years of investment. Oh, yeah, of course. And he literally said, I don't care. He goes, I just want to make these films. And this scene 38 is absolutely amazing absolutely me you know what give star wars to him okay and he will make better movies <laughs> give him the franchise give him the franchise get rid of jj honestly watching that made me want to go out and buy the old star wars dvd so yeah he he is making disney some money right now because i'm considering go buying their box set so but I, I wouldn't doubt it if somebody gave him a call pretty soon within the next few months or years or whatever somebody's gonna give that guy a job i guarantee it it happens all the time there was another guy who uh, who actually wound up working for ILM, who did his own uh, lightsaber duel. 
It was called uh, Ryan versus Dorkman. Oh, yeah. I remember you showed me that. I love that. That was awesome. And the guy actually the guy actually got a job in ILM and he actually specialized in the lightsabers of episode one and two. Really? He was one of the people on the crew to do the lightsaber effect for episodes one and two. See, guys, just go on YouTube, make a nice video, and I guarantee you that'll get you a job. It happens all like there's so many people that go on YouTube to just make music or films or whatever. And like not so long after that, they become famous. Yeah. It happens all the time. Um, So, yes, my recommendation is scene 38 from the YouTube channel. Fix it and post. Watch it. You will thank me. I am a Star Trek fan and I love the scene. That's how good it is. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right, my uh, recommendation also comes from YouTube, and which is surprising. Um, my recommendation comes from a channel called Unbox Therapy. Uh, it's basically what it sounds like. It's an unboxing of different technology, gadgets, things like that. Um, the guy is Canadian. His name is Louis George Hillenstiger, and his uh, partner, Jack McCann, who's a videographer on the channel, um, and yeah, I, I just like his sense of humor that he brings to his videos. Uh, he's, he's definitely a character, uh, you know, very colorful. Um, and he, he just, he really does a lot of, it's not your typical unboxing of like, oh, here's a new pair of headphones. Like he sometimes does unboxing of like the most weirdest crap. I think one he did, uh, a, a PC that had a PlayStation an Xbox and a switch inside one PC yes 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 i saw that one yeah that one was interesting he did an unboxing of a a smartphone that was twenty five thousand dollars like he does very interesting off the wall things you wouldn't expect unboxings and he also does your basic ones like you know your latest iphone your latest earbuds he really mixes it up very well so that's one reason why i like his channel it's pretty awesome it's called unbox therapy check it out he has a couple million subscribers so he's awesome all right, and Los, you know what time it is for, man. Unless you have something you want to add to the, you know, to the channel. I mean, to the show before we end up, before we uh, cut off. Okay. Um, if you like the guy, if you guys uh, like the show and enjoy what you're listening to, it'd be great if you could help the show financially. Uh, you can do through through our Patreon page. Uh, what's Patreon? Patreon is a website where fans uh, can help many talented creators such as us uh, support their work. Um, a lot of work goes into making the show. A lot of research. Um, it's not just us popping up on a Sunday going, hey, let's talk about this. We actually do research to all the subjects we talk about um, so much so that we sometimes forget a name or two. But needless to say, we do a lot of research. When you join Patreon and you support us, we have two tiers, a two dollar tier and a $5 tier. You get special access to special episodes. Uh, you get to listen to episodes early. Uh, you might even be able to hear outtakes here and there. And uh, we also do uh, do special podcasts just for Patreon listeners only. Currently have one out with our favorite 90s movies, and we might do something else uh, relatively soon. And once we have 50 Patreons, patrons, excuse me, not Patreons. Once we have 50 Patreons, uh, no matter what the tier, we're going to we're going to draw two random names from our patrons and we're going to give you a free t-shirt and maybe a little surprise but we're not so sure about that yet we're kind of negotiating that so we hope you guys like the show hope you guys support the movement hope you guys um are willing to help us out uh like i said even if you join at the two dollar um two dollar tier 
uh, help us out a lot to help keep the lights on because a lot of work goes into the show. Um, also, just in case you guys want to know where our Patreon page is, is patreon.com, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash J House Studios. So you guys can check us out there. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to uh, if you can't listen to us on your normal podcast app, you can also listen to us on our YouTube channel. Um, and on the YouTube channel, we are now going to start adding some surprises. We're going to start adding little random videos here and there. So you get to know us a little better. Uh, and hopefully you like us a little better. And if you're curious what the voices look like, you know, uh, <laughs> what's the face behind the voice? You might see it on the YouTube channel. OK, just remember, I'm the sexier one. That's all I got to say. <laughs> K- K- KJ is the athletic one. I'm just the sexier one. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a brawn, you know, Los is the beauty and the brains. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, we definitely do appreciate you guys. Also, our ranking on iTunes has went up to now we are an average of four stars. We do appreciate you guys. Thank you for the support in the community. Thank you. Um, thank you. And, you know, keep those likes coming. Keep those comments coming. And and we will also be adding more um, podcast options pretty soon in the future. You know, right now we're just on iTunes. We're just on YouTube. And we're also on SoundCloud, actually. I'm going to include all of our links and everything in our show notes for you guys to check us out. But we have more podcast platforms coming soon. So, all right. And that's going to be it for episode 17 of J House Radio. We will catch you guys later. Later.